Welcome one and all to Umami Manga. I'm Petter and this is James. Hello. And today we're talking about volume 12 of Jujutsu Kaisen. Do you got any opening thoughts before we get into the character discussions this week? <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm just really enjoying this arc. You know, there's oh, yeah. been some really cool reveals. Previous volume was great. And this volume, I think, was pretty solid too. I mean, there's one thing that we'll talk about that is just really confusing and could change everything or not but uh yeah so just very excited to keep talking about it keep reading oh yes absolutely so then without further ado let's ado it um let's start by talking about yuji itadori today his fight with uh with chozo i thought was a blast to read yeah, it was a great fight. I mean, yeah. he he was getting his butt kicked the, oh, practically the entire time. Yeah, really, yeah. Really throughout, yeah. <laughs> but thanks to Mekamaru, he he was able to get, I guess, on even footing when they were able to do the shower sprinkler, or the, yeah, the water sprinklers, so. Right, yeah, it worked for a while. <laughs> it worked for a while. Uh, Jozo happened to be surprisingly adaptable to his environment. Yeah. Um, But no, I mean... It is interesting that we go from Yuji taking down a pretty strong curse and having a lot of confidence in mm. his powers to then basically getting his butt kicked by this other uh, curse. Yeah. Who is much stronger than his younger brothers. Right. Yeah. And even, but, but I, we say much stronger, but then Sukuda is like, man. You lost this pathetic weakling? Like, come on. <laughs> of course, to Sukuna, I mean, everyone's a pathetic weakling, so I don't know. Like, what do you expect? Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but like, yeah, Yuji took a lot of damage. Like, first that heavy hit to his liver, which kind of got me a little <laughs> bit unsettled. And then, yeah. <laughs> um, and then after that, he kept taking even more damage. Uh, so right. like, he's really, really beaten up at, at this point, like when the, yeah, by the end of the volume. I I was like this, you know, this can't be the final boss for him in this arc, is it? I mean, I guess it could be, but I gee, I thought he would be the one to at least get to Gojo. <laughs> right? Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I mean, obviously, we don't know. I mean, it, we'll have predictions, but <laughs> it, I mean, getting beat up like that, it. Phew, yeah, he's gonna have to heal really quick. Right, and as far as we know, Shoko is not at the scene. Like, she's not around right now. Yeah. So. So, like, a rapid healing, I, I don't really see that happening. I guess since the curtain is down, maybe eventually you can get sorcerers there, and maybe she, maybe Shoko would be able to get there pretty quickly. Uh, but, again, we don't know. That's just guessing. We have no uh, idea. That is a fair point, though. People have already been starting to show up. Like, we had Inumaki appearing right. rather randomly, it felt like. Uh, <laughs> and so, you know, who, who's to say others can't appear as well? Yeah. Um, but... After his fight with Choso, he he was woken up by Nanako and Mimiko. Apparently, they made it to his location, and yeah, that was unexpected. I thought uh, we didn't get to see any of their interaction with the Ghetto Imposter at all, like where we where they were last time we saw them. So I wonder what happened there. Mm -hmm. And it looks like they got a Sukuna finger. That they want to feed him or something yes. now, maybe, if that's the intention. That's that's what I was wondering. I mean, I, 
do we know if he is there some sort of healing that happens if he eats the finger? Oh, oh I, I wonder. I don't know. I wonder. I mean, at the very least, it's, it grows Sukuna's powers. So would that just mean that Sukuna would mm. take over in this very vulnerable moment in Yuji's very vulnerable moment? I, I don't know. Right. Ooh, that could be. That could be interesting. But he's also biding his time for a certain moment to use. But it, 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 if we think back to when Sukuna made that pact with Yuji, mm. he gets to take over whenever he, whenever he wants. Yeah. So yeah, th- this, this is a part of the story that I'm very excited to get back to in the next volume. Yeah, I hope it's not a thing where, oh, what could be going on with Yuji? I mean, I, I guess there's something obviously about the anticipation, but I do want to know sooner rather than later, since he is the main character mm-hmm. for the most part. But yeah, I agree. I'm excited. Anxious. For sure. Then next, let us talk about Chozo. The really like the the person that I feel, I think Yuji spent the most time with during this volume, and as we were hoping for last time, Chosa was indeed the first one to find Yuji. Yeah. Uh, so that was that was fun, and Woo-hoo! it was a blast <laughs> to see this much focus on on Chosa really kind of for the first time. Uh, right. At, at least in terms of his action, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, ultimately he didn't manage to avenge his brothers, but he uh, he definitely put in a good fight, and he would have won. Like, he was the winner of the fight. He won the fight, I'd say. He won the fight. But he, he didn't deal the final blow. Got pretty darn close. Mm-hmm. And, you know, he did get a few beatings or hits from Yuji, and I guess he had... He was surprised how much they affected him. Mm. Um, but as we were talking about how he stabbed... Yuji's liver, or shot it. Yeah. Uh, he seemed to be very adaptable, um, despite even the manga saying that he was an inexperienced fighter. Which you have to remember, he was only born a couple days ago, or a couple weeks, months ago. So, <laughs> true. Technically speaking. Yeah. Uh, so I guess it makes sense if he considered an inexperienced fighter. But despite all that, he was still very capable and much more of a fighter than his younger brothers. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and, and seeing how he he was impressive in close combat as well, which I hadn't necessarily expected based on how he opened up the fight with only like these long-ranged attacks. But mm-hmm. even when Yuji came up close, Chosa was still a serious threat, even in close combat. I feel like that's another thing this manga does is kind of squash the stereotype of people who are only good at long-range combat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You look at Ghetto, had the same thing. I think even even Gojo had to improve his close-encounter combat skills. But mm. all, all of them, you know, Ghetto, uh, Gojo, and, and now Choso, they, mm. they're capable no matter, no matter what range you fight them in. <laughs> true, true. And yeah, so as we said, like, while Choso technically won the fight in the end, he was interrupted before he could uh, finish <laughs> because of this made-up memory that appeared in the set for his whatever reason, <laughs> which caused him to run away and be totally distressed. And I don't know. I was I was <laughs> I was so confused about that. Did did you or do you have any ideas about kind of why that happened or what it meant or anything? When I first read it, I was like, "Is this another Toto thing?" It where... definitely <laughs> reminded me of that too, but. <laughs> it felt so strange. Yeah, it did. The other thought 
I had as I was, you know, theorizing, and this is what I was alluding to at the very beginning, is it possible that Yuji is actually their brother in some way? I don't know how that works. I mean, would that mean I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. That's an interesting thought that I don't know. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but it got me thinking about something a bit different. Okay. Since, as as you said, it is reminiscent of the moment with Toto back during the Goodwill event. Basically, it really is the same thing happening, kind of. Uh, for this other character in Yuji's presence to get this fake memory suddenly, and that turning to, well, a benefit for, for Yuji. What if Yuji has, like, a cursed technique or something like that, or like an unintentional passive <laughs> thing about him that makes people in his uh -huh. presence, like, that, that messes with their heads in that kind of a way without Yuji himself realizing it? Wow. I don't know. That would be interesting. This is a really spontaneous thought that just came to my mind, but... You know, if we had seen someone other than Toto have the same experience like that but then again i i think well i can't was yuji at the brink of being morally wounded if he didn't have that random bonding moment with toto or was that before he got beaten up i i don't recall exactly the the status i guess of of the characters when the when toto had the memory but still, mm -hmm. it, it did lead to uh, Toto teaching Yuji a bunch of things. So regardless, it, it still kind of led to things that were good for Yuji. Then why doesn't, hasn't that happened like with Nobara or Megumi or something like that, you know? Maybe it's just an unpredictable ability. I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. It, it's nothing that I necessarily believe in, but... <laughs> um... I am interested, though, now to see if maybe there's some substance to it. Well, here's more of what I was thinking, mm -hmm. is that this memory is a non-existent one or a, a made-up one mm -hmm. that never actually happened. Yeah. And we know that the manga itself considers Choso an inexperienced fighter. So, as far as I understand, they had not experienced life until now, they being the paintings. That means it's not just that Yuji is the is the outlier here it's also his eating with his brothers as well you know that they never would have had that <laughs> yeah so so i don't know it's like why is he having this vision with with his brothers and then his adopted brother yuji i, I don't <laughs> I, I yeah it doesn't doesn't quite make sense yeah, it's really really strange a wild thing that I was trying to say earlier is that I mean, could Yuji be one of the his siblings, like his actual siblings, like one of the one of the paintings? But that just how does that even work? Like it doesn't uh. doesn't make sense. I mean, and then why wouldn't the other paintings be at the table? You know, I I guess like oh maybe the Akutami hasn't figured that that out yet or whatever. I mean, uh, right. who knows? But <laughs> so I I mean, hmm. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe it's some sort of innate ability that Yuji has to bond with people. <laughs> I mean, it's true that he sympathizes with people very well, or at least right. he 
is able to feel bad for the the transfigured humans that he has to kill like the cursed painting brothers you know i don't know if choso got that at first i mean clearly he was very upset when he heard that they were crying yeah but maybe that maybe those feelings eventually hit him <laughs> and that's uh, why he had the vision oh yeah, yeah. but hmm. that's that's all i got um yeah, yeah. I I can't help but think that's going to be somewhat important. Whether it changes Yuji's truth. Well, okay, but here's here's another thing. Mm-hmm. We don't know who Yuji's parents are. Uh, right. I, I think I bring that. <laughs> I brought that up a couple times now. But you know, his grandfather was going to tell him something about his parents, and he's like, "Nope, I don't want to hear it." Yeah. So maybe. Maybe there there's something to that the truth behind that, but I don't know. And anyway, mm. uh, I I feel like that this will either reveal something big about Yuji, or I mean, get Choso on Yuji's side. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I I mean that's what happened with Toto, right? I mean, you're right. They, be- that's they became true. brothers, <laughs> my or best friends or whatever, you know. Yep. So yeah. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. I'll stop talking about it. It it's just something that's really I mean, <laughs> on point with the manga with being confusing. <laughs> uh, for sure. But Yeah. But it's not but it's not terrible because I think I do think we don't understand the whole picture yet. No, for sure. Uh, there's definitely more or, or I I there there'd better be more about I mean, this, I'm hoping there's the, more. this whole reason why Choso was affected the way he was. Yeah. And one thing that I'm very sure of, uh, unless we're dealing with an unreliable narrator, I guess, which I guess is not impossible, but I hope there, I hope we're not, uh, mm. is that the memory is one that never happened. Like it is a fake memory for sure. Yeah, uh, I think there's no like, doubt about that. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, I think because, as I've stated before, I mean, I think it's because they've never experienced life before, so they they could never have had this instant, even if Yuji was. <laughs> Truly, their brother. They that uh-huh. this could never have happened. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, the nar- their narration would be lying to us if it was. And I. Yeah, <laughs> that would be wacky. <laughs> yeah. Why is Choso so attached to his younger siblings? If if he's never had like these kind of memories before. My uh, actually, I I did actually think about that. Um, n- uh-huh. never noted anything down, but. I was thinking because he is, or they are, part human, uh, then maybe that is something that reflects their humanity in a way, uh, like their spontaneous or, or just natural bond with one another might represent their humanity in some sense, was just a thought that I had. I like it. Because they're kind of half human, half curses, in a way. Right, right. I, yeah, I agree. And I think Yuji sees them as that as well. Mm. So they they are really interesting things, <laughs> I think. Yeah, like, I, I'm really intrigued to to see the the remaining death painting wounds. I am as well. I I, I kind of thought they seemed to be side plot at first. Right, initially it felt it seemed that way. Yeah. Right. I mean, with the, the with, with the fight that Eugene Obata had and Chozo not really doing a whole lot. It almost <laughs> like what was the point? Uh-huh. Uh huh. But now we're here, and I don't know. 
maybe the point is going to be revealed yes <laughs> or something right for sure for although sure. it doesn't seem like it has as much weight as gojo being <laughs> sealed away <laughs> yeah but anyway that's all i have all righty then let us move on to talking a bit about um toji fushiguro next okay so this was another really interesting bit i thought even though it was brief i think there was a lot to kind of take away from it yeah the fact that his body just kind of i guess it's just special um which <laughs> I mean, yeah like, that's how like, you put it <laughs> yeah and so he he was effectively resurrected by grandma ogami even though she didn't mean to do it but like yeah we're all gonna die toji's <laughs> <laughs> yeah. toji's body just beat the other guy's soul and or at least that was the description we got and because of that he is in control and seems to be completely toji right now and maybe until yeah maybe forever <laughs> like um it, it was pointed out on a bonus page that Ogami used uh, Toji's old Zenin name for the summoning because the previous volume when she did summon him, she used she, mm -hmm. she, she called him Toji Zenin. Yeah. And it was pointed out on the bonus page that that was because uh, using the name of when the person was at its strongest makes the summoning more effective or something along those lines. Mm. Um, so I wonder if like it, it's a bit vague, I think, in terms of what it means exactly. Uh, my mm -hmm. my two ideas was that either it was just made just made it easier for her to successfully summon the body, um, mm -hmm. either just that, or and this is a bit more frightening, I think, it means that the version of him that she summoned is basically the strongest that he ever was while he lived, mm -hmm. which would mean mm -hmm. that this version of Toji would be even stronger than he was in the flashback arc when we saw him last time. Yeah. Yeah, that's... <laughs> but, that's wild. Yeah, yeah it, it might be. <laughs> yeah. It also makes you wonder if you bring that person back at that moment, do they have the memories of what happened, let's say, when he took the name of uh, Fujiguro? Precisely. That's also... So does he, ha mm. does he know Megumi? Does he remember... Potentially, well, barely kill, uh, almost killing. That's the word. Almost killing Gojo, mm -hmm. um, or his, or his death. You know, it's yeah, it's it'll be interesting to see. Uh, if he doesn't remember Megumi, uh, I'm I'm much less hyped for any for an interaction with him. But I guess this, I guess Megumi could himself potentially recognize his father or yeah, put two and two together. I mean, I, I I'm going to guess that. Like, if it is the case that he is, like, he was resurrected from a point of his life that wasn't the end of his life, and that uh -huh. and that, that means that, like like you were saying, that he doesn't have, every, like, all of the memories for, for the last several years of his life, or whatever, however many years it is, then mm -hmm. um, I'm still going to guess that he at least remembers having a, his son. Because I believe he, he changed the name, he, he took his wife's name after... Uh, Megumi was born, I believe. Yeah. So he, it, it's it's still possible that he was a Zenin, you know, uh, he was a Zenin uh, for a couple of years, and a father as well. So, I guess it's possible. Did they say that that it was after his son was born that he took the name, or was it when he married his wife that he took the name? 
Well, it was when he, he married that he took his wife's name. And since, uh, I'm just thinking, since Megumi and his sister are, well, they're step-siblings, right? Mm-hmm. Then I think it makes sense that Daddy Fushiguro would have had Megumi before he married, right? So he would have had his son before he took the Fushiguro name. Hmm. Not quite following why it must... Are you saying like it has to be that way or uh, it could be that no, way? No, I'm saying it could be that way. And I'm saying that I'm guessing, I'm guessing that it is that way because it makes more sense narratively for him to remember his son, I think. Mm. Or at least I hope so, because I think, not just spontaneously, I think it would make for a more interesting interaction between them. Mm-hmm. But we shall see. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. Honestly, I, I, I'll save more of my thoughts on Toji for predictions because yes. he is really just this foreboding entity uh, mm-hmm. that is thrown into the mix here. Yes. And honestly, I don't, he does not have a side. He is no. the ultimate, you know, third party individual in this situation. Yeah. So <laughs> for sure, it'll be interesting to see what kind of damage he causes. Yeah. Um, Yes. But yeah. It'll be fun. That'll be be later to talk about. Can't wait. Absolutely. Then next, let's move on to Kento Nanami. I kind of loved just the part where (laughs) he he was just brutally beating up side ponytails. And like just, I don't know. Right? Insane. And and actually, like just before the the beating began, I loved how, how Nanami was visualized as just a wall of stone. When uh, when he was kicked, <laughs> I didn't understand that when I first read it, <laughs> and then yeah, second read through it was like, I, I guess you just it was like like you said, visualizes the wall of stone. Like what yeah. in the world? Like I, it's just yeah, he's just represented on the page like that because that's what it felt like when he was like for for, for, for side <laughs> ponytails when he kicked him. Uh, I love that so much. <laughs> it's just that like that just doesn't budge at all. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, that was pretty awesome. Yeah, he was he was upset, big time, With good reason. about the attacks on the suits. Mm-hmm. Uh, obviously, yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah. He's a man that he, you don't see much of the, you know, happiness <laughs> emotions welling up in him. Mm. Uh, and you could argue a lot of emotions you don't see, but I, I think he is passionate and quick to righteous fury, if if needs be. Yeah. Um, and that was very evident here, and I and I loved it. Yeah, thankfully, I mean, it seems like he was really upset when he saw Ichichi. At least that's the one we saw. But thankfully, mm-hmm. Ichichi's still alive, supposedly. Uh, precisely. Uh, yeah, that that was great news. Like right. legitimately great news. Like I was so glad to find out that apparently he's uh, at least supposedly He'll going make to make it, maybe. it. Yeah. 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 But that doesn't matter though. The damage has been done. Yeah. And Nami's like, right. Nah, you're all dead. Mm-hmm. I, I'm taking this into my own hands. Yeah. And I just, I loved like the way he just kept repeating the question to side point yes! Tales. Like, yes, yes, just yes. like th- that one phrase, like, so good. Like, where and how many? Like, just over and how over and over. How many of you are? <laughs> like, oh, so good. Yeah. So good. That'll be legendary. I can't wait to see that animated. Yeah. <laughs> There's oh! so, many, so many things I can't wait to see animated. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Um, oh man, that's really all I have on Nanami. Uh, I'm sure there'll be more in future volumes. But since we mentioned side ponytail, can mm. we talk 
briefly about him and even Nobara. Absolutely. That's okay. Yes. Side ponytail. Do we still not have a name for this guy? Apparently not. Yeah, no, I think I, I, I'm calling him side ponytails because, or it's a side ponytail because um, I believe he was referred to that way in one of the bonus pages in, in the volume. Ah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, so far that's the best way. Jeez. We've, uh, yeah, it's the if best... that's what they're calling him in the bonus pages. Then... <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. Uh yeah, so just a just a couple things on him. Uh, we see at least partially what his curse technique is. Uh, it seems to be some sort of homing attack, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Uh, I don't know if there's secretly a, an invisible <laughs> curse that's holding on to this ah. sword and making it fly around or something. No idea, or if it's literally just a homing uh type thing. Mm. I could see either way. Yeah. Uh. But it's interesting that he himself, uh, Sai Ponita, doesn't understand what his curse technique is. I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of cool. <laughs> That's funny, it's, actually. <laughs> it just works this way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And surprisingly, he was really kicking Nobara's butt. Yeah. Uh, totally. At the beginning there. Uh, I mean, rattled her brain with that hit to the chin. Oof. Mm-hmm. That was rough. Yeah, that was really rough. I mean, he's quite the character. He's making faces like the make me face. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, yeah. very punchable and then nanami goes and punches it so it, it all works out <laughs> yeah it's he's interesting or well i don't know like th- there was also the he also mentioned i believe when he took I, I believe the first really heavy blow from nanami he he mentioned to himself like that he would have died if it wasn't for his curse technique yeah so apparently his curse technique is also s- somehow defensive i assume because yeah, I don't know. Yeah. So it's 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 unclear. Right. Kind of weird. Right. Uh huh. I kind of reasoned with maybe maybe the sword as a homing attack did a defensive move, like sprung suddenly in front of him when the punch happened. Hmm. I I don't know. I I couldn't really make it out. Right. That was that was how I tried to reason it, but I'm I'm not solid on that whatsoever. <laughs> yeah. Maybe there's something to this whole invisible curse thing. Oh yeah, yeah. Somehow cushioning him. I don't know. Anyway, that's it, that wasn't clear. So I, I, I kind of feel like he can't be done yet. Yeah, I don't think he's dead. Yeah. Though he's definitely knocked out for a while. Yeah, maybe maybe he'll come back at some other point. Right. Who knows? No, no, uh, no sign of the monk kid that was. That was with him. Precisely, yeah, not in this volume. Previous volume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Actually, neither that character nor Maito made any appearances in this volume. Right. Or Jogo. Oh, yeah. True. True. But uh, sticking to that scene, Obara, um, just uh, various plot points. So he, she tries to protect Nita. Didn't quite work out, no. <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but again, thank goodness Tsunami was there to save the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, she wants to join Nanami on his quest for revenge, <laughs> or to yeah. just to really help out. Mm-hmm. Um, but he says no. Uh, very, very Nanami of him. Absolutely. <laughs> I, I'm curious if she will listen. Right. It. De- I mean, it depends. We already have Monkey going in that direction, and we don't see Nobara anywhere at that point. No. I wouldn't be surprised if eventually she gets antsy or she hears something, uh, some sort of bit of news that makes her go down there. Mm-hmm. 
or i mean maybe the maybe the fighting comes to her i don't know right exactly i was thinking something like that as well actually uh yeah potentially gotcha but yeah i mean that's really all i have on those three all right yes me too then next let us talk about may may so apparently her curse technique uh to control crows is considered rather weak uh so she trained her body to keep up with other jujitsu sorcerers and whatnot uh yeah but she does have the bird strike techniques which that Mm -hmm. that specific thing is incredibly powerful and uh (laughs) it it was pointed out by the narration i believe it was that only gojo has ever survived bird strike (laughs) and the fact Mm -hmm. that it was even mentioned that he has survived bird strike implies that may has used it on him at some point in the past Mm. which to me is just crazy like if it supposedly kills everyone that right. is hit with it if she has used it on gojo like was she really really upset with him for some reason or like what what's the story behind that <laughs> i wonder you know they're just they're, you know coming out of bar it's like you know nothing can kill me Not, i i i'm <laughs> invincible and she's oh bet <laughs> bet and then they do their thing. Right. <laughs> <laughs> One person came victorious. And that. <laughs> anyway. uh, oh, that's funny. <laughs> although, wait, I forgot Gojo does a drink. Never oh, mind. that's true. That's true. <laughs> although, I think, actually, if I recall, because we talked about this uh, from the manga's perspective and how it was worded a bit strangely. Uh-huh. It said that he doesn't drink, but it wasn't expl- explicitly outright out- explained why. I believe the anime, when I when I watched that after the fact... I believe it made it clearer to me, uh, implying that he doesn't drink because he's a lightweight. I think was pointed out. I can't, I, don't take my word for it completely. Uh-huh. But if that is the case, then I guess he could have had drinking moments in the past, but he just got drunk really easily. Uh, so maybe <laughs> your story oh. here does add up. <laughs> uh, so as a... As a non-experienced drinker, hmm? lightweight means someone can't hold their liquor. Is that uh, what that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, yeah. Okay. Precisely. Gotcha. Interesting. Interesting. <laughs> uh, yeah. No, that's that's <laughs> it's, it's head cannon now. No, I'm just <laughs> um, I could easily see. I could easily Gojo be like, you know, hey, help me train. I want to see if I can stop your bird strike. I really, yeah, I, yeah. I really think it's Gojo who instigates it. it yeah, seriously, or, or something. I mean, I mean, I, although, or yeah, yeah. Ultimately, yeah. Oh, I, 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 and I'm sure, like May is like, oh, sure, I, you know, three hundred thousand dollars, please. You know? <laughs> yeah, right. But it's crazy to think that everything else about her is pure strength, really. Yeah, right. Uh, yeah, it's impressive. Kind of reminds me of Maki, except Maki doesn't have a curse technique. Exactly. At all. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus, Maki has actual like increased physical abilities, like. Like just yeah, naturally, for whatever reason. Yeah, uh, but but still, yeah, it kind of reminded me of that as well. Just because, yeah, they are both kind of outcasts in a sense as jujitsu sorcerers, like or they're at least odd compared to a lot of a lot of others. Yeah. Uh, last thing. Well, actually, like let's talk about you, you, if that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, she he kind of I I I was wondering why he was there to begin with. But really, he's he, he's kind of important to her whole strategy. Yes. <laughs> uh, basically, a, a tool for her to use. Yeah. To use yeah. a simple domain. 
in the one uh, smallpox curses uh, domain. So that was mm-hmm. uh, ended up being very helpful. So yeah, I guess the, you know, I'm, I'm glad that we understand why you use here. I still think he's a little too enamored with his sister. Uh, yeah. If I mean, I assume they're they're really blood related. <laughs> but yeah, you know, I mean, it's funny. Yeah. Well, next up, let's talk a bit about the ghetto imposter. At least based on what I gathered, uh, based on what he said in this volume, he has supposedly lived for a very long time. Mm-hmm. Because he remarked to May that, well, he, he said, not bad for a Jujutsu sorcerer of this era, which right. definitely makes it sound like this being who is in control of Geto's body, yeah, is like, yeah, several hundred years old, perhaps, or something like that, maybe more, or, yeah, I don't know. Old, regardless. Why, yeah, very old. Yeah, I mean, could he be from ancient times? Yeah, I mean, right. A wild thing I thought, is it even possible that this guy would be from the Sukuna times? Like, that would be Ooh. a very interesting connection. But also, <gasps> it makes me wonder, why would he have waited this long to bide his time or show maybe the, the timing was perfect? I mean, you wait you wait so long and then gojo is born to the earth it's like, oh crap <laughs> <laughs> well now i gotta deal with this guy yeah. you know i i, I don't know maybe, maybe it's not all the way back there but it, it, he has to have some experience you know mm. has been around for a little bit of while to even even say this era you know definitely at least that's what i feel like it applies for sure so that that, that is really interesting and yeah because you mentioned Sukuna. That, that's definitely one character that, that was around a long time ago. So maybe there's a tie there. I, I was also thinking about Tengen, who is also a being that's been around for a long time. Oh. Maybe there's a tie to that as well on some level. I don't know. haven't given it too much thought. but, but That's a good point. But there could be something yeah. there. It's probably safe to say that Tengen was uh, later on it was was after Sukuna's time, right? That's is that safe to say? Probably or? safe. I mean, I, actually, I don't know for sure. Uh, oh shoot! <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay, actually. maybe I'll maybe I'll step back before I write myself. Though, like, oh, though, uh, no, actually, I don't know at, at all. I I, <laughs> I couldn't say. Either I, way. I think I think one of the previous volumes, probably the flashback, mentioned when Tengen Sama. I think he appeared around the time that Buddhism was. That's true. Yes recognized what was that year but mm. surely that would have been after sukuna was a thing yeah anyway whatever <laughs> um mm. yeah it's interesting to think that another ancient ish or at least a historic name that i thought about just now was uh kamo uh, oh yeah uh, that's right the first noritoshi kamo yeah 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 not the not the current one the first one <laughs> yeah yeah um, right right i don't know i mean that's a historical figure that has interesting past maybe maybe this guy knows about that yeah i don't know hell yeah i mean yeah whatever there could be connections i'm all for it <laughs> <laughs> last thing i'll say about the ghetto fake mm. i guess it's actually more so about ghetto himself ah. uh the smallpox deity i mean that had to have been something that was collected by sugudu so it's like that guy had to eat the smallpox disease oh. <laughs> the curse. like oh man oh man yeah that's gross 
Poor guy. I yeah, how do you how do you have that fall on your plate? Mm. You're gonna be eating these curses. Like, do I have to? Well, that's all you can do. Or I I don't know. Like, how do you mm. how do you come across? I mean, at the end of the day, it it helped him become a strong sorcerer. But right, you got to be really man. motivated, I guess, to feel yeah. like it's worth eating all that shit. <laughs> yeah. Ugh. Indeed. Yeah. Well, next let's talk a bit about no Beto Zenin. Okay. This guy is drinking on the job. It's not 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 good at all. Um, but he we did get to see his cursed technique in action. Yeah. Which I thought was pretty cool. Like not what I expected. Turning that like ocean spirit or the cursed ocean spirit into a drawing or something, and then punching him out of there. That was really cool. It it reminded me of uh, Zelda: A Link Between Worlds a bit. But, uh, ah. <laughs> yeah, no, it was fun. If you know, you know. Yes. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, it's an interesting power. And uh, like I said, not one I was expecting. I, I think that we will see more of his curse technique from this point forward. Mm-hmm. You mentioned the, the ocean spirit. And yes. not to say I disagree with calling it the ocean spirit, but something that, that Nabito said kind of gave me pause in that he called it a cursed womb right precisely like in that form that we saw it in when it was tiny and weak yeah uh-huh. I, I, I assume that would that that was the cursed womb and then when it kind of became the bigger thing at the very end it became like the full cursed ocean spirits perhaps yeah regardless i'm just happy to know that this supposed cursed ocean spirit is finally gonna get some spotlight yeah. That's what, one of the several reasons why I am quite stoked for Volume 13. <laughs> Definitely got an upgrade. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I love it. Uh, as for other characters, the only other thing really that I had that I just wanted to just quickly mention is, other than Ijichi supposedly being alive, as we already mentioned, it seems like mm-hmm. Takuma Ino is also fine, or at least alive. Not dead. <laughs> uh, yeah. So that was also a big relief to me since, yeah, as we were talking about, he took yeah. a bunch of blows from from Papa Guro last time. It's funny. Like, uh, I kind of expected the some deaths, but aside from the, you know, the people that were at the station, um, really haven't had anybody die yet, have we? I mean, other than like several oh, and, like and suits. black suits, yeah, yeah, yeah. But main like characters that we know names of, they uh, really haven't. True, died. right? Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, I think you're right. I guess, I guess the the curse users that someone told you, like supposedly they they well, the grandma probably died. And, oh yeah, like we've had bad guys die. Bad guys die, but nobody, nobody like, on the... like Hanami and and grandma. But that's, I think, honestly, even as far as the bad guys go, I think those two are the only ones. Yeah. 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 So, I don't know. Maybe I was wrong about the potential death parade that would be happening. Well, the arc is not over yet. <laughs> True. So. Well, guys, I think we said that, oh, well, in this kind of manga, it's probably for sure dead or not for <laughs> sure, but we wouldn't be surprised if, if yeah. you know, had died. For sure. Uh, Absolutely. Then. I mean, I, I was convinced that Ijichi was gone, like a goner, like yeah, based on what we saw in the previous volume. 
Um, so you know, I thought it was nice to find out that he's supposedly gonna be fine. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad he's alive. Mm, yeah, mm. he didn't deserve. He didn't deserve that. Yeah, not at all. <laughs> no like, oh my gosh. Yeah. Right. Well, um, is there any other character you want to talk about? That's it. All righty. Then moving into some predictions. Let's go. Mekamaru said to Yuji that there's still something he needs to do. Oh, yeah. That got me wondering, what is this specific thing that he still needs to do? I don't know. My best guess uh, as to what, what it might be is that he wants to deliver like his final words or perhaps an apology to his Kyoto friends. Oh. That's, that's my guess on that. I would love that. I yeah. really would. Mm-hmm. It would be it would be heartbreaking and heartwarming, maybe somewhat at the same time. Yeah. The problem is, I just I wonder if that if that is indeed what he. It almost feels like it's what he's trying to save his energy for might actually be relevant to the current activities now. You know, saving Gojo. Like maybe there's something he needs to do that he's planned out or something in terms of releasing Gojo or uh, getting Gojo back or or something. Fair, Uh, yeah. Mm. But I agree with you that ideally we'd have one final moment with the Kyoto students and him, but yeah, we shall see. We shall indeed. So I'm wondering where Toji is right now. Uh, Will they have the Mm -hmm. conversation with his son? I mean, Megumi's not really doing anything right now. <laughs> exactly. Precise, at least not last day. Last we saw him was only like at the beginning of this volume. So. Yeah. So I, I wouldn't be surprised if there is that interaction eventually. I mean, it totally depends on where Megumi ends up going, mm. um, as was obviously where to- Toji does as well. I'm quite confident that we'll have a Fushiguro reunion kind of in the next volume because uh-huh. they are the only two left at that location right now. Because uh, at, at, on the rooftop, well, Daddy Fushiguro is the only one left alive. And at the, mm-hmm. like, just below the building, only Megumi remains, at least conscious. I- I'll totally give that to you. It does seem that they're the closest to each other. I just wonder if. Megumi would have taken Eno uh, elsewhere that's a, to, a fair, fair to point. recover. Mm. And then if Toji would have just... Not to say that Megumi is not a strong curse user, but maybe he would have tried to send out the strongest and just gone after them. I mean, I figure that he's just, he's just going to go berserk and try to kill as many curse users as he can. The sorcerers as he can. Yeah, or whatever his objective is right now. Uh-huh. I, I mean, if I were him, I'd be like, I'm out of here. <laughs> like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna bide my time, kind of a yeah. thing. I, I feel like, I feel like, the Toji we knew from, the flashback probably would have done the same thing. Yeah. But we are dealing with a a younger one, and maybe one who is, more brash and. Just yeah wants to supposedly kill anyway. people. I, yeah. Supposedly yeah. supposedly we we don't know for mm-hmm. sure, but I, I do like your speculation on that. Right, right. Along that thought process, uh-huh. I could see Toji actually going to fight Naobito. Yeah. Because they are both Zenin. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't know what their relationship is exactly, but I'm sure they would have known of each other. Like, there's, there's no way they wouldn't have. Right. So I wouldn't be surprised if now Beto dies at the hands of Toji. I could see that for sure. That's my prediction. I like it. I like it. Yeah, because really both of them, I believe, ask, just ask people are... How do I put this? Uh, the, the, <laughs> bo- the, both of them are characters with personalities that are difficult. Like, yeah, you know. Uh, and so I bet when Toji was still alive and they may have had dealings with one another, I, I bet there was a lot of friction. Yep. Yep. So so yeah, I think that supports your your theory there. I agree. I agree. So I'm not totally saying that Megami and Toji won't have uh, some sort of face-to-face interaction eventually. Mm. I'm just not confident it's going to happen right away, even though they are supposedly really close. <laughs> For some reason, uh-huh. something telling me that Toji's just going to go towards the middle of the station uh, or, or where all the curse users are to find a great fight. Um, but that eventually Megumi will go mm. down there as well, and that's when there'll be some sort of ah. uh, interaction. Gotcha, gotcha. Okay, your turn. I've been talking a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have any more speculations. I mean, what? I, I, I'm curious about the, you know, uh, Yuji's current situation, but I don't actually have any thought-out predictions on it. So I'm actually dry, dry on predictions currently. <laughs> All right, well... Uh, Bear with me, because I have at least three, I think. All so, right, go for it. <laughs> we're getting the wrath of the Nami. That's, that's happening. Mm-hmm. Or, that I happening. mean, we kind of saw it, so I don't know. Hopefully that wrath still continues. I think it's pre- kind of fun. Yeah. But I'm kind of worried that that is a death flag. Nanami, one of my favorite oh. characters, and I'm worried he's going to die in this Interesting. arc. Okay. Because, okay. I don't know, like, he's have he's having... There's a couple uh, chapters where you have just like one page of Nanami looking at uh, Ichiji, uh, you know, in in blood. And then another page where it's Nanami thinking back on, uh, I forget what his friend's name was, but him on the the death table Um, and then Ichiji as well. It just seems like we're dragging up these memories and potentially building up mm. something granted this could that was just, maybe that was just fuel for the fire which totally could see that i don't know it seems like maybe we are or, or Tatam, uh, akutami is potentially building things up for nanami to eventually pass uh i don't mm. know hmm. uh i i will say that I, so so just because i know you like certainty in the predictions i will say <laughs> that nanami Nami dies um, during like which, is, this, which would be terrible. Event. So I can't say this mm, volume. I don't. Mm. Please don't make me say this volume because I, <laughs> no, no, I no, no. Like uh, it. Uh, <laughs> I feel like this arc. I think this arc is. Uh-huh. I don't think. Again, I'm gonna go to what I'm seeing from the fan base. You don't hype up an arc like this unless there is some hype moments, but pro- also some losses, maybe. So I'm thinking someone big is gonna die. I, I, I don't think it's going to be the three, you know, the uh, yeah, uh, no. Yuji, Megumi, or Nobara. I, I don't think they're going to die. 
but Nanami would be a big thing, right? I mean, I, I love it Nanami. Would. People love Nanami, mm-hmm. so I, I don't know. That it, yeah. That's part of my speculation, but also what I mentioned about potentially being a death flag. Yeah, yeah. Interesting. I hope you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so, too. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I guess there is a bit of joy from aha i predicted it oh no i predicted it <laughs> uh, yeah yeah i know that feeling <laughs> yeah where did mahito and jogo run off to who will they find first could we get another nanami versus mahito fight um and that Ooh. could potentially be Ooh. nanami's death not oh, no. obviously not sure but i i mean look they're they're nowhere to be found and i'm guessing they Mahito and Choso would not have gone in the same directions entirely. So I'm guessing yeah. Mahito has to be in a different part of it. So maybe, or part of the, the train station. So maybe mm-hmm. they, he runs into Maki and Nanami. Precisely. Yeah. Those are my predictions. Um, I've got some deaths mm. in there. <laughs> yes, so you sure do. I'm predicting Naobito's death and Nanami's death. Not necessarily. Oh, especially now, Bito. Uh, not really yeah. uh, crazy guesses, but I I think that's kind of gutsy. Definitely predicting Nanami's death. I think is rather gutsy. Yeah, that that one's uh, the that okay. That one's the more gutsy one. Now, Bito. Yeah, so yeah. <laughs> uh, but I like it. I like it. Yeah. So I guess is that it for predictions? Yep. Nice. And yeah, I I don't really have much else. I, we're in somewhere in the middle, supposedly, of a really good arc. That's all I know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, are you? I already said I was pretty high on the arc. Are you feeling pretty high about it so far? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think I, th- I, I do. I do think it is. Hmm, I, I guess it's hard to compare when like this is so fresh in my mind compared to some of the older arcs, which are not as mm-hmm. fresh in my mind, but. It's definitely up there among my favorite story arcs so far, like nice. the the goodwill event, like the the forest, the whole part in the forests, like during that whole event, mm. that was definitely mm-hmm. a highlight. And this is similar to that, I think. It's like mm-hmm. yeah, like an extended arc that that is uh, just really well executed. So yeah, it's a blast. Indeed. But is that all for this week? Yep. Let me go read the next volume. <laughs> yes, let us do that. So, if you enjoy our content, you can follow us on Twitter at UmamiManga, and it would be lovely if you'd like to support us by rating our show on the podcast platforms and subscribing to our channel UmamiManga on YouTube. Thank you so much for listening, and we'll see you next time when we'll talk about Volume 13. Bye-bye! See you later! Johnny, bye bye. Johnny.